The Milwaukee Bucks are kicking off their first preseason game in Chicago against the Bulls. The Brewers face a devastating wild card loss, and the Green Bay Packers slap around the Dallas Cowboys. Also, uh, the Wisconsin Badgers had a great game against Kent State. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Bruce City Boys. That's at Bruce City Boys. Also, if you're ever on YouTube, look up Bruce City Boys as well, as well on there. It's the same thing for all our social medias. And also, if you're enjoying the podcast, give us a like on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and on our own website. And if you're on our website, check out our posts and our merch is all on there. So, Make sure you're keeping up with the website. We have a great podcast for you today. You're listening to Tundra Talk. October 7th. How's it going, Dami? It's going great, dude. It's going yeah. really good. It's good, a good week for Wisconsin sports, baby. Good, all right week for Wisconsin sports. But before we start anything, eat your words. Eat them. You eat them and you know what I'm talking about. Oh, let's, let's, let's start. Let's stop the aggressions here, buddy. You eat them right now. <laughs> for anyone that read our our preview on the Packers versus Cowboys game. You better eat your words, brother. I went against the grain and I do not apologize. I do not you apologize. I thought should. Ezekiel Elliott was going to eat. There's no reason the Green Bay Packers, they had no business winning that game. Oh, yes, they did. They had they no were, business. Aaron Jones was starving. He needed to no eat and he ate. Winning that game, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the Cowboys. I don't like the Cowboys. But you know what? Dak Prescott had a bad game. You know what? I you know what. I respect your decision. I don't. I'm not knocking your decision. I just want you to eat your words. That's it. Before we start the podcast talking about the Bucks, I just wanted you to eat your words real quick on my pack. That's it. Well, let's That's just get right into the Packers then. All right. Oh, all right. I okay. was wrong. Packers almost blew it. All right, I'm not. They almost blew it. You know, only what three second half points? Hey, when you're up by twenty, when you're up by twenty-eight, you just gotta defend it, right? I mean, don't gotta have a whole lot of offense in the way our defense was playing. And they didn't help me with. I had Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones killed it for my fantasy team. Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, I wasn't too happy with him either. I had MVS on my fantasy team. Yeah. Only got two points. But know what? Got that dub. Went to Jerry World, smacked him around, and we sent him home with a loss. Feels good. It was a good game. I very much enjoyed it. I appreciated all the money I made during it. it oh, at the bar. <laughs> yeah. We I love a Green Bay win. I just I was on the wrong end of the picking pick inside this to this day. Yeah, dude. It just seemed the game just like when it started when the Packers got that first when that Packers got the pick when Jair picked off Amari off the tip pass Mm -hmm. which should have been a touchdown should have should have been a should have at least been a reception it was a little bit thrown behind him um I just when we got that pick I knew I knew we were like all right we got a chance here we got we got to stop on the first play on the first drive of the game let's go down there and score because when if we score then they score then it'll just keep going back and forth and whoever's 
<laughs> whoever scores last will be the Packers, and then they and then that's how they're gonna win. But man, oh man, dude, Aaron Jones just came. The dude starved himself this entire week. I'm convinced because he just wanted to get in the end zone, and he did four freaking times, dude. Packer rec- first Packer to run, I believe, since Jim Taylor, which is a long time ago. <laughs> So that was awesome to see. I've been like we've been saying, dude. The Packers gotta feed Aaron Jones. Now leads the league in rushing touchdowns with eight. I mean, this dude is just capable of doing anything. I really wanted him to get one more. One, <laughs> fit five ties. That's the NFL record. Five yeah. rushing touchdowns in a game. Uh, I wanted it to happen last year with Derrick Henry, and that didn't happen. So I was like, oh, this is it. Here I am, <laughs> surrounded by Packer fans, surrounded, and. He, like they didn't even they just didn't show up in the second half. He should have had a fifth one when we were on that goal line. When when we had that goal line collapse where we were on the one yard yeah. line again, I was like, Oh god, this can't happen two games in a row. This can't happen two games in a row. And then we got in the goal line multiple other times and Aaron Jones punched it in three times. And I was like, Alright, Matt LaFleur's finally listened to every critic, everyone saying, Let's punch it in with Aaron Jones. He's a power back. Let's just get him going and just get him pushing through the line. And the Cowboys' defense just got shredded. Shredded by Aaron Jones. Not only on the ground, but through the passing yeah, but game, I mean, too. I mean, they really they really didn't. But what, they, they only did, gave up, though. like, 350 yards? Not even? Wasn't it, like, 340-something? Yeah, yeah, but they gave up eighty. They gave up 78 yards to a running back receiving. I mean, it's pretty bad. Uh, to give up 180 yards to one player, that's pretty bad. Especially that's, when he was their only awful. offense. Yeah, um, and the rest to, of the receivers had 30 yards combined. To, but really, they. I mean, that's pretty nice. I mean, to keep it on one player, but I mean, the, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about, yes, the Packers defense showed up. What they gave over 500 yards. Yeah, Dallas? but if you yeah, but if you look at that, if you look at that, a lot of those. A lot of the yards, in my opinion, is just Dak just hucking it up. He's, he's just hucking him up, up, but he's lacing it in. Those, some I of mean, those were tough throws. Some you, of them were tough throws, but like the, the one to Michael. About some of those, those the Aaron Rodgers throws. Gallup, the one to Michael Gallup, that one was kind of poop sauce, and he just kind of came down with that. I don't know. All I know is that we picked off Dak Prescott three times, won the game, came home. Got the dub. I mean, they, the spanking happened. You can't deny the spanking happened. It was a beautiful game. Um, I don't even remember what my game changer was for this week. Um, our game changer, I believe. I I don't remember either. I I don't I don't know. I don't think it was Aaron Jones. I think it was the offensive yeah. line. I think I, think I might have been going with. Uh, Which played great, by the way. Offensive I thought I was going with the receivers again. Probably, yeah. But I think. It, they didn't show up, so. <laughs> well, well, they didn't need to either. Our game changers no. were. Um. Oh no, we needed to listen to the podcast to figure that out. Maybe Jimmy Graham. Jimmy I Graham think? played. Jimmy Graham did play well. He really did. You know, I think he had like five or six catches, probably like fifty-five yards. Had a few crucial first downs for us I down don't in think the red that's zone. Right. If you just said that, the other receivers combined for thirty yards. They combined for like thirty-one, didn't they? Uh, like. But I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, like be, wouldn't Graham be? Well, Graham's like they no, no, that? no. They didn't count him. They didn't count him in like the receiving core. They only counted like 
Alan Lazard, Jake Kumaro, MVS, oh, okay. like those receivers, not the tight end. Because Jimmy Graham, I think, had like 60 yards or something like that. He had a pretty good game. He had a good game, Jimmy Graham did, which was good to see because he had a bunch of crucial first downs, like I just said. So that was good to see. Um, I think my favorite play of the game was when Brett Maher missed that 33-yard field goal. I almost collapsed. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That was just great to see, and then we just kneel it out. That was yeah. awesome. But, yep, got the dub. Let's move on to the Bucks. No, 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 Bucks. no. Let's, let's talk about the Lions quick. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, we next next week, Monday Night Football. I'm excited. Hell yeah. I am I am excited for that. I'm kind of getting sick of these primetime games, though, dude. What do like you two, mean? Like two Thursday night games. Now we, we pretty much had a Sunday night game. <clears throat> and now we have a Monday night game. I'm just, I don't know. What do I just kind of like, I just like watching the afternoon games, especially because this is going to screw with our podcast now, because now we're going to have to wait an extra day for the, because now we're going to have to wait an extra day to do it. And yep. I'm just, and I just kind of just, I just like the afternoon games instead. Of, I don't like waiting so long to watch my I team. I like it because I can watch my team <laughs> and watch this one. True. Not that the Packers are my team. Mm-hmm. If the Titans but release no. Marcus Mariota, I will be baptized in the in the Lake Michigan <laughs> as a son of Wisconsin. The rise yeah, of Packer fan. <laughs> let's just no, let's but, not forget to mention that Marcus Mariota has thrown just as many touchdowns as Aaron Rodgers and has not turned the ball over yet this season. Let's not forget that he only had his offense score seven points this last week. Which isn't entirely his fault. When there are 12 I mean, points left on the board against a great Buffalo defense. I suppose. And your kicker kicks a 32-yard field goal, and it's short. Not wide <laughs> left, not right, wide right. It is short. Dude, he had to have been injured yards. or something. There's no way. No, because he missed a 53-yarder after that. <laughs> that wide stupid. right, and it had the leg. And it wasn't blocked. I don't know, dude. Maybe it's just no all in the site. Once you miss one. Now we got Cody Parkey. Yeah, double doink. Have fun with double doink machine. He's going to miss so many field goals, dude. You're going to rage so much. Dude, no, he's, he's, he's 98 for 113 on his career. Yeah, and the That's 15 have come in like the most crucial times in football games. The, name one other one. Oh, I'm Other pretty sure the there was point. another losing kick by him last year, and I can't remember sing. I can't remember the exact game, but I'm pretty sure there was. There's a reason he hasn't been signed until now. I don't believe you, and we're he gonna deny hor- it. I'm denying it. Let's go he on to the Lions. He had a horrible year last year. He Let's had a horrible year last year. I think he missed right, five we're... field goals last year. That's bad. That is very 25 bad. Twenty-five for thirty. Yeah, you should. You don't you even should... know the context. You should. Some of them could have been blocked. You can't no. say that. No. You can't say There's that. No, no. I know for a fact none of them were blocked because I used to. Because you watched every single Bears game. That's right. No, but it would, right. Pop up, no, it would pop up in the highlights. Be like, Cody Park, you having a rough day today. Missing two field goals. Yep. No. You're gonna no way that. they're blocked. You're going to remember that week two field goal. I am. Happened, that happened Damn in the straight. midst of a Patrick Mahomes six touchdown game. Hell yeah. But you know what? Fine, we can move on to the Lions. I think Packers are going to win that game. Of course you do. You don't think they're going to lose any games? <laughs> That's not true. That's not true at all. We haven't we haven't gotten to Week Seven yet. 
sir. And so what we'll do they play there? The Chiefs? They play the Chiefs, yes. Um, I think they're going to win this game. I think we've got a lot of momentum riding. Uh, the only concern I have is that the Lions are coming off a of bye ride, obviously, um, which means they've been studying for this. They've been, they've been watching game film on the Packers for over a week now. Yeah, um, Matt Patricia has them fired up. Yeah, I, Matt Patricia has – I will give the Lions credit. They have changed around this season f- so far. So far they've changed it around. I'm not going to give them any credit be- until they win a playoff game because they haven't won a playoff game mean? since like 1954. They have to make it there first. Exactly. And they're they're um, doing well. They are doing well, yeah, but it's early obviously so i have to wait until it gets a little bit further in the season give me till like week week eight give me till week eight and then i'll tell you the fate of the lions that we will be halfway through the season i'm already impressed with that rebuild i mean i i mean i'm impressed they they put up a hell of a fight against the chiefs i'll give them that um they played very well against the chiefs and pat mahomes had no touchdowns forced them to run the ball and I mean, the Chiefs still won that game, but it was close. Like it was a back and forth game constantly. But no, I I mean, I'll give them credit; they're playing well this season. But I'm not gonna get my I'm not gonna praise them too much because we're only f- four or five games in the season. Um, but no, I think the Packers are gonna win this game. I think that the main key in this game is hopefully we'll have Devontae Adams back. Hopefully, this was the only week, which was another huge reason why beating the Cowboys was huge because we didn't have Devontae. Um. But no, hopefully we get Devontae back and we'll keep feeding Aaron Jones the ball because I think it's going to be hard for defenses to stop him now. Um, but yeah, I think we beat him. I will say I'm not getting on this Aaron Jones hype train. I am. Quite yet. Because Derrick Henry can pop off for all these games. I've it, You see it in every running back, Todd Gurley. You see these running backs have a huge game and defenses game plan for them and... All of a sudden, he goes from having 150 yards, scrimmage yards in a game down to... Are you talking about Todd Gurley from last year or this Todd year? Todd Gurley, every running back ever. They're not oh. consistent. Look at, look at Ezekiel Elliott last week, the, yesterday. Like They, can, well, I, they, they go from having they, big games to... Yeah, but they only gave him like 12 touches, though. And he had 65 yards on 12 touches. Yeah, and when you don't... Because you need to have more production than that. It's got to be in the built in the game. I bet. I bet next week's game is going to be a lot of air, and we're going to see a lot of. Uh, I'm, Aaron Rodgers has a chance of going for 400 yards next week. More likely yeah. than Aaron Jones has a chance of exceeding 150 scrimmage yards again. Well, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I completely now. I understand what you're saying. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to have. Against the the Cowboys game was a career game. We both can agree on that. The only player putting up his type of numbers on a daily is Christian McCaffrey. That's, it's freaking insane. And he's so impressive to watch. Um, but yeah, I completely understand what you're saying now that I don't think Aaron Jones is going to keep putting up these 150 yard scrimmage games per game. I don't think that's what he's built for. And I don't think that's what Matt LaFleur wants to do. Um, I think he wants to spread the ball. I definitely think he likes Aaron Jones. I think the likes, he obviously likes the way he plays. But no, I don't think he's like 150 scrimmage yards per game. I would, I don't want him to do that because even if he does get that, we could still lose. I want to see Aaron Rodgers start slinging the ball around. I want to see our def- receivers start getting open more. Geronimo Allison had a good catch against the Cowboys where he was wide open. And a lot of drops. 
Did he have a lot of drops? I think Allison had two or three drops yesterday. One of them was a touchdown, I think. That was Darius Shepard. He got pass pass interference on that. Um, Kumaro had a bad drop. Kumaro did have a bad drop. Um, Dude, did you know that Jake Kumaro is 6'4"? That's what the commentator said. That's what Joel Buck said. He said Kumaro is 6'4". I might have to fact check that. But I don't think Kumaro is 6'4". Maybe he was talking about Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard's like 6'2". But I was really shook when he said Jake Kumaro is 6'4". I might have to fact check that. Um, he is... Yeah, he's 6'4". Jesus, I didn't realize that. Hmm. Anyways. Um, but no, I think if the Packers... If the Packers receivers can play well against a secondary that possibly won't have Darius Slay on Sunday, or on Monday, excuse me, this game could be blown wide open by Aaron Rodgers in the passing game. And then they're going to be so reliant on covering the pass that Aaron Jones could slip for free for 30, 40 yards, something like that. Um, so, no, I think it's, I, I it's going to be a good game. I'm jacked for it. Monday night will be a fun game. I always like Monday night games. All right, what's your game changer? What needs to be the who, uh, who needs to be the guy? Game changer for the Lions game. I dude, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick up with I'm sticking it with the boys, dude. The offensive line. The offensive line has been playing phenomenal lately. They've only allowed 3 sacks in the last 3 games, which is very impressive considering all the injuries. I talked about this today in the recap. Go check it out on our website. Um I think the offensive line, if they can keep playing the way they can, Aaron Jones is going to have wide open holes. Like you saw that against the Cowboys, the offensive line and Jimmy Graham, who's not especially a good blocking tight end, was shoving guys to the ground, getting wide open holes for Aaron Jones. And Aaron Rodgers had a lot of time in the pocket. Um, so I think if the offensive line can keep playing well and they stay healthy, we get Corey Lindsley back hopefully for this upcoming week. I think. Anything's possible in this game. I think Aaron Rodgers, like you said, could throw for 400 yards if the offensive line plays well. What about you? I'm going with... I'm going to go with Geronimo Allison. If All right. Saying Devontae Adams isn't back. Mm-hmm. If he is back, then it's MVS. Mm-hmm. But that number two... That number, Geronimo Allison down in the depth chart, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. you can't keep seeing these big games out of two good receivers you know you're gonna get yeah. the postseason you're gonna get in those big games i can't say i, I was gonna say the chiefs but i mean tyron matthew picked off Jacoby Brissett this mm-hmm. last week but um we need they you gotta be able to get to everybody you gotta spread the ball pass share the rock you know exactly that's yeah. a great receiving core right there and when you're able to do that magic especially with rogers the guy that I want to see get more involved is Darius Shepard. I think Darius Shepard has serious speed. I think he can take over that slot position if he just keeps continuing to getting better. Like you said, he had that he had that well, it was a pass interference in the end zone. It was in his hands, but it was a tough catch. Um he had a touchdown in his hands, but he dropped it. But I think that I think Darius Shepard could be a game changer in the slot. He's an undrafted free agent out of like South Dakota State, was a kick returner in college. He's he's a speed guy. I love him. I think that if he he can develop that, you know, like that kind of Randall Cobb role, not like Mm -hmm. Randall Cobb, but be a little bit like him. 
So hopefully, I would love to see Darius Shepard more in the gameplay. Maybe do some ends around with him, end arounds with him, stuff like that. I think that could be really fun. Um, but yeah, the receiving core is definitely is going to have to step up against the lines if Devontae's out because Aaron Jones is. I don't foresee Aaron Jones having an insane game like he did against the Cowboys because that's very hard to do. Like no, like Derrick Henry hasn't had what a three touchdown game since then. Correct. Not even. Yeah, so it's hard to do, and it happens like in a it happens every blue moon. So we'll just have to see. We'll see what happens if Devonte plays. That's great. If he doesn't, I think we could still win because we showed that we could without him. So excited for the game. Mm-hmm. I like it. Let's move on to the Bucks. They're playing right now. They are indeed. And, um, um, it's a it's they're playing the Bulls. I refuse to watch the preseason. Yeah, dude, it's I don't so see anything boring. About it. Yeah. It's so boring, dude. Giannis, like Giannis plays for six minutes and then he's out. I know, and then you get to see Jing, uh, Jerome like Johnson or some yeah. like generic, some generic dude playing. My, my career players when you're in your mm-hmm. seventh season. Yeah, but since let's just let's just talk about this. What do you think? What do you think the Bucks' record is going to be? Early early preseason predictions. Sixty six and sixteen. Sixty six and sixteen. I'm gonna go. That's bold. That is bold. I think I'm going to go... I think they're going to have a little bit... Hmm, what are there, 82 games? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 60 and 22. That's what they Six, were last year. Oh, were they really? Yeah. That was, that's what, that, I didn't know that. I just randomly said that. Um, I think a 60-win season all, is always great. Worst, worst, to, worst comes to worst, 53 and 29. They will not be the two seed. They will not be the three seed. I no. think they're guaranteed one seed. I, see, that's where I that's where I disagree. I think that the Sixers are looking good, dude. They added Al Horford. They got Josh Richardson from the Heat. He's a defensive machine, and he can shoot the three. Does he still um, have a man bun? He might still have a man bun. He really might. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see. The Sixers are looking good. If Ben Simmons, with all the hype around Ben Simmons shooting the three ball this summer, if he actually does that, they're gonna they're gonna be a force to reckon with. I hate to say it. Because I hate the 76ers. But I mean, but that's just my take. Um, Milwaukee's only losing to scumbags when Giannis is out. That's true. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all I'm saying. I think Giannis <laughs> is too lethal now. I think it, like he'll have to sit out a game and then all of a sudden, I don't know, Atlanta. I mean, I'm not saying Atlanta's <laughs> bad, but. Hey, they had Jabari Parker, the one hit wonder. One hit wonder and Trey Young. <laughs> And Trey Young, I do, I do enjoy Trey Young. He's fun to watch. But like, it's, um, it's gonna be when Bonzi Colson's in the starting lineup. When <laughs> the hey man, don't don't sleep on Bonzi, dude. That dude can ball. I remember one yeah, game he, he had got fifteen rebounds in like exactly. the first half. I know, dude. He's a machine. Um, no, I think the Bucks are gonna have another good season as long as they just, as long as like, if they have the same team chemistry that they did last year, which I think is gonna be even better, dude, because. They bring in Costas onto Tacumbo. Nope. And they Thanassus, not Costas. Costas is a Laker. Excuse me, thank you. They bring in Than. Wait, who did I say? You said Costas. And it's, and it's Thanassus? Thanassus. Yeah, Thanassus, yeah. They bring in Thanassus onto Tacumbo. And they bring in Robin Lopez. So they got two sets of brothers on the team. I just I think the team chemistry is gonna be great. We got Kyle Corver coming off the bench. Like, dude. Okay, well, actually we're not sure about that. Really? You don't you think, think he, he will? You think he can start? I don't think he should. 
You don't think he should, but there's uh, apparently that's still up in the air. I thought it was like Wesley Matthews will start. Yeah. Guard, I, but apparently it's between him, Corver, and George Hill. But I want George Hill coming off the bench, man. Oh, I that do man too. is a floor general, and he makes the secondary like him alone makes this like you could have uh, I don't know uh, Alex Len. He's too good. That's not a good <laughs> example. You could have oh, dude, uh, yeah. I think he's too good to have coming starting on the floor, and then you're having Dante Divincenzo lead the second unit. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know who I'm excited about this year? Frank freaking Mason, dude. I don't know why. I just like get this vibe from Frank Mason that he's just a speedy little dude that's just gonna get like three steals a game. I don't know why. I don't I, know why. I think he's gonna spend a lot of time with the herd. I think he. Uh, he's I don't on a two way contract. He is on a two-way contract. He did play well with the Kings, though. That's why I have hope for him because he was he. I don't think he spent Kings. a whole. Their best uh, player yeah. is Harrison Barnes. Shut your mouth, De'Aaron Fox is a young ascending point guard in this league. Mean De'Aaron Fox, than... Marvin Bagley, they got Buddy Heald. Kings are on the come up, dude. They're a young team. Um, but no, don't tell say me when that. they're above five hundred. I w- they I, they were above 500 I'm pretty sure last year. No, they weren't. I'm pretty sure they only had 33 wins. I'm I'm pretty sure they were on like a cusp of a, their first playoff berth since like 04. Maybe I'm wrong. But like I'm pretty sure that was what it was. 39 and 43. That's really not that bad. The Bucks were like 41 and 41 one year. The 8th seed in the West was 48 and 34. Yeah, see, they're in a tough conference. The one of two. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows the West is the tough conference. Yeah, true. I think it's a little more balanced this year, though, don't you? Do you think that or no? I would not. I would not agree. You still think the West is a tougher with, conference? With Kawhi departing for the West, um, yeah. the Clippers, I think the East became that much easier. Like, maybe think- in the bottom tier, but I don't think the top tier. Like, in the East has two or three really good teams, like in the Celtics, the uh, the Sixers, and the Bucks. I don't know who else you would add to the mix, but I would say that those three teams are ah, not so much the Celtics anymore, but the, but the, the Sixers Nets. and the and the Nets. But I don't, I would not, I don't even count the Nets this year. Do you with, think if K? Do you think when KD comes back, you think the conference yeah. will be more more level or no? In terms of the conference teams, but I think like those three are contenders. I'm saying in the West. After with Katie leaving the West, I'm saying it's a toss up, man. Yeah, I think any of those eight teams from the playoffs last year, like who, uh, the Warriors, the Blazers, the Rockets, Nuggets, the Jazz, the Nuggets, the I wouldn't say the Thunder anymore. No, but, dude, the th- think of dude, the Thunder. I feel so bad for Thunder fans, dude. Yeah. Like, they you go from you go from a 2012 NBA Finals appearance and five years later or seven years later. You go from a finals appearance to a team looking for their next generational player. Like, that's just, that just sucks for the Thunder fans, dude. I mean, they have Chris, I saw a meme that said Chris Paul's the new Raymond Felton. <laughs> oh, remember, no. Remember when Raymond Felton was, like, really good on the Knicks and then yeah. he got traded? Then he got traded, like, around to, like, four different teams. Um, the Mavs. Yeah, to the Mavs. And then he went back to the Knicks and then he went, and then he went to the Thunder. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I feel for the Thunder though, but 
I think this I think this season is going to be good. I'm I'm excited not just to watch the Bucks, but to watch like guys like like Zion cuz I've been following Zion since high school. Um and I just like I just want to see how he's going to play. I saw him he he threw down a nasty dunk tonight that I saw. What are your takes on the Pelicans real quick? I just want to know how do you think playoff bound? I hope they make the what? playoffs. I really like Lonzo. I like mm-hmm. Zion. Who else? It, uh JJ Redick. I love JJ Redick. I did. So I Drew, hated him Drew Holiday. Got Drew Holiday there still. Drew Holiday's he'll, a beast. He'll um, probably start at the two. Lonzo will probably be at the one. Yeah. Which I, I think will be a good combo. Brandon I, Ingram. I hope that they they thrive. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not going to make a deep push. They just need no. to make the postseason for our guy, JJ. I know, dude. Yeah. J- dude, I wish the Bucks would have held on to JJ for a little bit longer when he was young. I wish they would have hung on to him. From, I, w- I wish they would have hung on to Mike Dunleavy. Mike Donlevy, Tobias Harris. Think of all the good players that the Bucks have let go. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like, Monte uh, Ellis. Ma- yeah, traded Monte him for Ellis. OJ Mayo. He was good at the time. At the, he was time. Good at the time. At the time, yeah. yeah for and like then four he... wins, and then he decided to go smoke pot every night in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, and then he just decided he's like, yeah, I feel like getting banned from the NBA for four years. Let's just do that. Like, Speaking of banned, remember, dude, Tyreek Evans is banned from the from the NBA now. He got banned this for um, PEDs or something. Yeah, for like performance enhancing drugs. So he's banned for the next, I think, three or four years, yeah. which is which is crazy because he was like, what, rookie of the year. And he's like a solid player. But yeah, yeah needless to say, I think the Bucks are going to have a good season. We'll see how this preseason goes. I don't want to see any freaking injuries. Otherwise, I'm going to cry. Um, please don't. Play Giannis over ten minutes. <laughs> just let this let him get a feel for the game. Um, but yeah, any other takes on the Bucks, Roy? Um, or just the NBA in general? I think Wesley Matthews is starting at um at shooting guard. I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, how about how about we do this? We're gonna do one thing that's gonna surprise us on the Bucks. One thing that will surprise us in the NBA. And your favorite player, other than Giannis, on the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, you are my fa- my other. I'll start off with my favorite player. My favorite player is Pat Ursan. Connaughton. Urson, <laughs> that's Riley's. Riley's is Pat. Mine's Urson. I love Urson. I've loved him for a long time since he was first on the Bucks, and then he left, and then he came back, and now he he changes number to number seven, dude, and I just had PTSD. Nice I was back. like, oh, I was like, now he's back, prime form. Um. One thing I think that's going to surprise – this is a hot take. No, I'm going to do a hot take instead of a surprise. I think the Bucks are going to be either first or second in three-point shooting this year. Mark it. Percentage or makes? Percentage. Oh, oh man. That is I'm going to go percentage. Because you got guys – Kyle Korver, one of the best ever. Wesley Matthews can stroke it. Chris Middleton can stroke it. You got guys like DJ Wilson who can shoot threes pretty decently. Urson can shoot threes pretty decently. We'll see what Giannis can do. Pat can hit the three. Um, it's a very hot take, but I mean, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's totally doable. And I think if I want the, I still want the Bucks to sign J.R. Smith. I really do. Oh, I love screw off. Smith. We don't need, need him. him. Need the Henny man. We no. need the Henny. Go man. on to He's your other take before I get mad. <laughs> Um, no, that's my only take. I think. No, the or, one about the league. Oh, about the league. Yeah, surprise uh, in the league. Surprises in the league. Um, 
I think, surprisingly, like, I think John Morant's going to win Rookie of the Year for the Grizzlies, point guard for the Grizzlies. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. So I think Zion, I think Zion's going to be, I think Zion's, this is going to be like a development year for him because he's going to find out real soon that he can't just drive to the lane every time and dunk it. He's going to need to spread the floor and learn how to shoot. And John Morant can, he's one of the, he, he is one of the best college passers I've seen since, since I started watching college basketball, probably D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell was a great college passer and he still is. Um, but yeah, I think John Morant wins the rookie of the year this season. What about you, Ryan? For um, surprises, you don't have to do rookie of the year. Favorite player, mm-hmm. Pat Connaughton, easily. Mm-hmm. I'm, honestly, I'm the only reason I'm not getting his jersey this year is because it's his only year on contract. Yeah. If I could, I would have his jersey right now. If I would have been smarter, I would have gotten it last season. Um, Planet Pat's my guy. Nobody brings energy like Planet Pat. Um, Great defender. Great yeah. defender. I'm going to say for my f- surprise on the Bucks this year, I'm going to say that Giannis is going to develop that Dirk Nowitzki one foot. I would love to see that. I really would. Maybe not That'd... one foot, but I'm I'm telling those spin around the spin around mid mid range faders. Dude, that'd be so unguardable for him because he's so tall. Yeah, I think uh, I think awesome. it's, uh, that's what I saw in the scrimmage. I saw brief highlights from that scrimmage, that open scrimmage they had on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what we're that's what we're going to be looking at. Everybody's talking about the three ball. I don't think so. Yeah, and like we said in the last podcast, if if he hits that mid range. If he just gets down that mid-range jumper, that dribble on the court, pull up, done. Done. No one's guarding him. No one. And then even if he can hit the three ball, done. No one's guarding him. My surprise in the league? This is a hot take. Um, Dude, If it's it can't be hotter than the one I said about the Bucs. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd think so? <laughs> Dallas think so. Mavericks, top four seed in the West. Oh. I mean, that is hot. That's... It is hot. It is definitely hot. I don't necessarily disagree. Uh, the, the Mavs are an interesting team for sure. The only concern is that I have for the Mavs is who's playing point guard. I wish it so, was Dennis Smith Jr., but. Exactly, yeah. I think it might be JJ Barea. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they have Chris Stapps. Luka Doncic is a star. Chris Stapps is a star when he's healthy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I disagree with that to his extent. I I don't know. See, that's a good take though. I do like that. Cause it, they could, the Mavs could either don't have they also have Boban. They do. Yeah. Boban will probably start at center. Yeah. Oh dude. Don't the Mavs still have Seth? Seth Curry. Yeah. No, he's on the Blazers. I'm pretty sure he's on the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah, because I remember when remember when I remember when Damian Lillard hit that like forty foot fadeaway over Paul George. Seth Curry like turned to the Thunder bench and said, "It's going in," and then he walked away. So yeah, he's on the Blazers for sure. I know that for a fact. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought he was still on the. Uh, and maybe like, don't they have Tim Hardaway Jr.? They do have Tim Hardaway Jr. He's a baller. I do like him. But yeah, that's a hot take. I really no, dude, that's a I good think... take though. I like that. Seth Curry will return to the court for the Mavericks after a two-year hiatus that involved a lengthy injury rehabilitation and a stint with the Trailblazers. Seth Curry's a Mav again. Awesome. Oh, so he will. Oh, so maybe he returned to the Mavs this offseason. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't know that. So, well, that's a good that pickup for them. So he can stroke it too. Yeah. No, I think it's possible. I think if Porzingis can stay healthy, he hasn't played in what over a year and a half. Yeah. Of basketball, about like two years, mm-hmm. something like that. I think if he stays healthy, him and Luca take over the foreign the foreign duo. It's gonna be great. I think that'll be fun to watch. I love Luca Doncic. He's a he's great. He's really good. I love him. Yeah. It's fun to watch. We can talk about the Badgers real quick. There's not much to talk about. This was a sleeper game. <laughs> yeah. Except I only for Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns. No big deal. First first running back since Saquon to have, I think, first running back since Saquon to have five in a Big Ten match. Or in a big in the Big Ten or something. I don't know. Something like yeah, that. Something like that. He broke four rushing, one receiving. One receiving. Yeah, he was on fire. If you look at him, so Ron Dane won the Heisman in 1999. I think the only difference, I think they had the same amount of rushing yards. I think they had the same amount of touchdowns. The only difference is, like, Jonathan Taylor had almost, like, 130 more receiving yards than Ron Dane in this moment. And like we said last last podcast, he had kind of a, a, a weak performance, we would say, for Jonathan Taylor. So it's not a weak performance for any other running back, but it was a weak performance for him, especially since he's a Heisman candidate. And we said if he wants to keep pushing for the Heisman, he's got to he's got to ball out, and he did that against yeah, Kent State. He's got to get those touchdowns in these early games. He's got to get those yards. Yeah, and he did. He really did. It was impressive. Um, yeah, but the Badgers are four and zero now. Um, they're looking good. Their next opponent, I believe, is Purdue. I could be wrong. I know they play Ohio State in three weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> they play Michigan State. Michigan State's who they play. Okay. Which, that should be a good game. That'll be all right. Michigan Michigan State was ranked, and they're not anymore, right? Yeah, they're not ranked anymore. Wisconsin is currently, I believe, eighth still. Yeah, I don't think they're moving until they beat another, until they beat, like, Ohio State or Iowa coming up. Yeah. So. If they beat Ohio State, dude, holy, I'm going to poop my pants. That'll yeah, be a fun It's a road game, game too, I think, so it's yeah. going to be the, I think the Badgers' defense is going to be the toughest defense Ohio State plays because, I mean, Ohio State has weapons everywhere in offense. They have J.K. Dobbins at running back, and they've got Justin Fields at quarterback, possibly the best duo in college football. And I think that Wisconsin's defense is just so hard hitting. Like they're mm-hmm. just such hard hitters, dude. Like if you watch the you you've watched the games, like they just they just hit, dude. They just don't care. Like they'll miss tackles and stuff, which is bad. But if but when they don't, it's dangerous, dude. Uh, but no, I'm excited for this Badger team. I think if they keep win- if they beat Ohio State, they better be in conversation for the college football playoff, which they sh- which they will be. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully Jonathan Taylor can win the Heisman and he keeps pushing forward, keeps scoring crazy amounts of touchdowns. I think he's at what, 16 touchdowns this year? 16 or 17? Yeah, because he had 11 going into that game, so now he's at 16, which is just insane. That's four per game. That's four per game. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, Badgers are playing well, so this will just have to see how the season folds out. Uh... And so for our final closing remarks here, <laughs> we're going to bow our heads. The heartbreak. Close our eyes. I'm not going to say much. I know. Yeah. It's not Trent. It's not your fault, buddy. 
hater. <laughs> it's not your fault. We love you guys. We love the crew. Mm-hmm. I I put all my my writings and uh on the website about this this wild Go card loss. Out. It was a tough loss. Mm-hmm. And all I can say is that we got what we deserved. Yeah. All we wanted and- was a playoff berth. That was enough after all these injuries and Locaine, uh Mustakis, Braun getting injured at the end of the season, the regular season. For them to make it Eric there, Thames, that yeah. was enough. For them to make it there, that was enough. But that energy, the way they closed the season, I thought they could make something happen. I thought they could make it out of the wild card. I thought I was getting ahead of myself. I was like, God, we could probably take we could probably take the Dodgers to game five in the divisional. We could do it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Even <laughs> ducks on the pond. Only two homers, Thames and Yaz opening up in the first inning or second yeah. inning. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a great run. I yeah, love those and, boys. And I'm not gonna lie, right? I that was like I'm not gonna lie. That was like the first Brewer game that I've watched this season. Otherwise, because guys, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know a whole lot about baseball. I'm learning as I go with Riley. He'll tell me stuff, and I'll it'll kind of click to me. Um, but I just I I just watch the highlights. Watching a baseball game for me is so hard to do. Um, but no, that was like the first like full game that I watched, and I felt the heartbreak, dude. I really did. Like that just co- total collapse at the end. But I mean, we do like you said, we love we love all the players. They tried their best with the situation that they were dealt, and I mean, you got to commend them for even making the playoffs because not a lot of team, not a, nobody gave the Brewers a chance. Ten teams make the the playoffs in the postseason. Yeah, um, but no, we're we're proud of the season. Um, hope going into the offs. I want to ask you this. What's one major position or coaching adjustment or player that the Brewers need to emphasize in the offseason? They need to bring back Yasmani Grandal. Yasmani Grandal. I agree. He had a really great season. Had like 28 home runs. They need career they high over for 100 walks. Unintentional. Guy battles mm-hmm. at the plate. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that might be a franchise ret- record for a, a catcher. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Dude any eats. other any other position that you think the Brewers need to focus on? Bring back Mike Moustakis. Mike Moustakis. So not adding, so not like upgrading, just Redeem. bringing back guys. Obviously, we need to get closers. We need to upgrade. Mm-hmm. The, we got to beef up the pitching staff because Josh Hader can't be out there on his own. Yeah, I agree. But – other than that, I think we'll get more into the off season here in the, in the coming weeks, weeks in the next yeah. few uh, podcasts. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, before we know it, pitchers and catchers will be reporting for spring training. We'll be like, "Oh shit, it's baseball season again." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If it comes we'll by, it like comes by weeks. so fast. Yeah. yeah. So. We'll, uh, we'll wrap things up here today. Um, if you want to join our team, we're looking for writers. Badgers, Brewers, Bucks, Packers, anything. Graphic design. Graphic design, writers, anything you want to do. We want to expand our base. We Even want if you just want to give us content. tips. Yeah, just give us tips on stuff. If you guys don't like what we're doing or want us to add something to the podcast, like a segment or just anything, guys. If you guys want to help us out make graphics, I mean, Riley and I are so flexible. We both have 
busy schedules. So yeah, any 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 help would be appreciated. So yeah, hit us up. All right, check us check us out on our uh, all our social media at Bruce City Boys. Look it up on YouTube. Get on our website. Get some merchant articles. BruceCityBoys.com. No spaces. We're wrapping it up. You're listening to Tundra Talk. Have a good night.